Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the founder of Escaping the Odds Media, Mr. Aaron Smith. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me on, bro. Appreciate it. It's been a while. Man, listen, it's always an honor and pleasure to get out with you. We haven't talked since, what, 2020, right? Yeah, probably around that pandemic time, yeah. Yeah, how's everything going? Oh, everything's been great, man. Uh, Just going through the journey, learning to trust the process and um, trying to stay focused. And that's it, man, really. Man, first of all, let me say congratulations. I saw you on Good Morning America recently. Yeah, man, that was a that was a big thing, bro. I uh I did good morning. That was on one last. I'm trying to think what day that was, man. Last last week, sometime it aired uh, last Monday. So yeah, bro, that was that was really really big. Uh, I've been doing some some other local local stuff today. I had some stuff with a local station. Um, yeah, just trying to make my rounds through the city, you know. <laughs> how did how did Good Morning America come about? Man, it just reached out to me. You know, they, they always have people sourcing, you know, um, stories. And I guess one of the producers came across my story and she thought it was interesting, reached out to me and kind of took it from there. Actually, they had reached out probably like two months ago. You know, it's a process sometimes for those bigger networks. Mm-hmm. And so that's how that came about. And uh, yeah, looking for more opportunities like that, man, and just being able to kind of amplify my voice and let people know what I'm up to. Man, how did you feel when you got that phone call from him? Man, you know, it, it was, <laughs> I used to joke with my sister, man, you know, when I was living with her, when I was fresh out starting the podcast, I was like, you know, I'm going to be on Good Morning America or like the Today Show, or, you know. I was half, half joking, though, you know, I was serious, too. Um, but, yeah, so it's just about, you know, just, just prayer, man, and like doing the right thing and, you know, putting your best foot forward and he'll put the other two, you know, and doors will start opening up for you. And so, so that's, that's that's what's been happening. So it sounds like you you kind of manifested that thing into reality. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. I say, man, shoot, I'm, I've been aiming too low. I need to go ahead and, and shoot high, you know what I'm saying? I've been aiming low and hitting, <laughs> aiming low and hitting you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, it, 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 it's that easy to, you know, go ahead and, you know, Send some more up, man, and see what happens. So, what, 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 I, you've been talking a lot about entrepreneurship lately. So, what, what, I, what you involved with on that piece? On that, man, piece? I got a bro. I got a few things going. That's always kind of been like the premise of even Escaping the Odds podcast. You know, interviewing the guys who are entrepreneurs that, that you know have been in the system. Um, and so, I'm like, I started a trucking company, um, like last year. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that, um, wanting to hire like formerly incarcerated to uh, to kind of help them become own operators. And so that kind of spawned into, I have a box truck course, which is uh, a non-CDL, like you don't need a commercial driver's license to operate uh, that kind of equipment. Uh, you say them on the road, they're like 26 foot box trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pretty much, man. I um, so yeah. So I started that boxer course, and from there, just been able to uh, just kind of build out this program. And the program is again teaching people how to become own operators from A to Z, 
pretty comprehensive a virtual course on demand. I partnered up with a company called Stretch uh, Finance. That's where it's being distributed at, on, on their platform, on their website. It's been going well. So just trying to get more people, you know, in the trucking space and start a new podcast as well uh, surrounding the trucking uh, industry called the Urban Trucker. So that's more on the producer side. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much what I'm up to. How'd you how'd you get into the the trucking business? How'd you yourself get into it? Man, you know, I have uh, been working for a freight broker when I came home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working for them part time, and um, well, not full time, but then now I do part time with them. I just do a couple of days a week. I work from home, and so I'm like, man, you know, let me go ahead and start my own trucking piece. I always wanted to do it anyway even while I was locked up, but it wasn't like my number one thing, you know, it's becoming like my number one, close number two, kind of like source of income. Uh, Cause it can be pretty, it can be pretty nice, man. Once you kind of get things up and rolling and, you know, so that's where I'm at with it, man. Just pretty much all trucking and man, media. Eventually I'll get into the real estate piece, but right now I'm doing the, uh, the media piece, just educational content, uh, I had a summer program that I did last year. I mean, this past summer, I'm starting to get more into that. Wanting to provide programming to organizations, um, really inner city youth, being able to kind of put together classes and courses for them up under the Escaping the Odds brand. Um, and I talked to you earlier about also producing uh, podcasts for companies. Uh, and I think it's a great way to amplify uh, a voice, you know, especially if you got stories to tell with things like your organization. And so I'm, I think I want to go out the niche doing that. Uh, I don't, so yeah, so that's where I'm at with that. Now, when you say producing podcasts, because you have the Escaping the Odds Media. Yeah, yeah. And I got the Urban Trucker too. I'm just kicked. That that drops on September 13th. And I'm, I'm hosting, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm producing that. And my buddy Ed Hennings, um, who's also my partner with the Box Truck Course, uh-huh. Um, he's hosting that and we're thinking about potentially bringing on a co-host a young lady but we're trying to kind of fill things out first and kind of see how that would the dynamic would work so what's it like for you producing the podcast what does that entail man you know everything that we already do you know uh, <laughs> so just for someone else or just you know um, everything from you know booking a talent uh, concept um, everything for like creating cover arts uh, snippets uh, everything that you where we pretty much do every day for ourselves, we we produce some podcasts. So I'm like, hey, I might as well, you know, I I know the ins and outs of it pretty much. Um, so I might as well find my niche in that. I always get all, all the, <coughs> sorry, oftentimes I get people reaching out like, hey man, how do I create a podcast and this and that. So I'm like, you know what, man, let me go ahead and find some people that that want to create a real solid podcast, preferably like a company or organization and, you know, offer my services. Will you be offering the video piece for this one or? Yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'd be all, yeah, be all, unless they don't want that, but yeah, like what I'm offering to be video, everything that I do for myself. Um, yep. Video, whole video piece snippets, of course, the audio version, um, helping with cover art, uh, yeah, everything run run the whole gamut, you know. I'm assuming escaping the odds is still your baby for far as podcast concerned, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's still my baby, man. I, I just um, 
you know, I'm going into my fourth season. I'm just trying to figure out what direction I want to go with it. Um, so I'm thinking of doing something a little different, taking a show on the road, so to speak, and, and, and do more like a, I always envision like what I was doing with Escaping the Oz to eventually like be a series, you know, like a Netflix series or something like that. Wow. Uh, so that's, that's what, that's like what I really envision with it. Like on a, on a bigger screen, um, to a bigger audience and more like in depth with the entrepreneur slash guest, um, kind of going a little bit more detail into their life, you know, with more visuals outside the studio. And so I'm thinking about doing something like that, uh, for this new season. But not sure yet. Just still trying to kind of gather, gather. I, like I say, man, I got, I got fifty balls in the air, man. So I'm, I'm, juggling, <laughs> I'm juggling a lot, man. So I'm just uh, passionate about about all of it. I'm really excited about this new podcast that's produced by Escaping the Odds, the Urban Trucker, man. That's gonna be a hit, you know. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited about that, man. It's an industry that I I have a high high interest in, and um. I got a, a pretty cool host to kind of work with. And, you know, the market right now in trucking, man, we're 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 in that, you know, blacks, Hispanic, and women, they're like leading the charge. And we just want to pretty much with the Urban Trucker podcast, highlight, highlight the story, just like we're doing on Escaping the Odds, you know, mm -hmm. um, of the people that's, you know, that's really it's really doing it look like us and with, a, with some flavor though, with some swag with it, you know, because the trucker today ain't the same truck it was 10 years ago, you know? Well, okay, so why? what's the difference from today's trucker than the one 10 years oh, ago? Oh, man, today is like, we, we, we're in the game, man. Like, like that's like the, that's like the new, how real estate was in the black community 15 years ago. Everybody mama had was flipping something, you know? Now it's it's like that with the trucks, you know, started with the box trucks. You don't need a CDL for it. You know, you look on Facebook and Instagram and that's all you're seeing, man. Sisters, man, you know, they fly. They, they, they ain't looking like, you know, they ain't looking like the old truckers, man. They fine. You know what I'm saying? They fine. They, look, they looking like they hopping out the club or something. They, you know, they out kicking with their hunger. They got the nails done, hair done, looking fly behind that wheel. And, you know, we bring that, man. You know, we touch something, man. We get a... You know, we, we take an inch and we go a mile with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's that's what we doing, man. And um, it's it's more of us on the road. Like it's something click. You know, especially guys coming home too. Even though that's not the show, far as like formerly incarcerated, but man, that's all guys want to do. That's coming home. Like it's trucking is the number one thing because it's comparable. The money is there, and then you also get that freedom to kind of move how you want to move. You could be your boss off the bat. You know what I mean? You can get a truck today and get a load tomorrow, you know? Oh. Um, but some people, you know, they, they're working for companies and companies need drivers now more than any other time. And so it's right right now. And it's not a trend. You know, it's, it's, this is the way it is because, you know, we it's, it's just life, man. Everything moves by transportation. Truck, plane, air, uh, train, or, or, or boat. Or ship, I should say. Yeah. Are you? Do you personally drive trucks? No, 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 I don't, man. I started off, I did a little bit, but um, I just um, I just bought a bought a truck, man, and had somebody, you know, drive, and that could be a headache within itself, you know. You got to manage people, um, 
So I kind of knew that going in, but you learn. But uh, there's nothing wrong with definitely. Uh, if anyone's listening, they feel like they want to get in the trucking industry, but they don't want to drive. That's okay. You know, you just got to know that you got to know your lane. Like for everybody, that's not the lifestyle for them. Like I couldn't be on the road, you know, weeks, weeks, weeks at a time. You know, I got so much, so many other things that I'm doing. Although you can make a nice bag doing that, you know, but at the same time, um, I just know that that, that wouldn't be sustainable for me. Um, so I found my lane, you know, I'm, I'm a businessman. And so I get people offers they can't refuse in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> How's the gas prices impacted you? Um, the gas prices, man, it definitely, you got to factor that in into the cost. Um, since I got a cargo van, it ain't as bad, you know what I mean? Uh, but these diesel power engines, man, they, they get hit. But, you know, that, that that just comes with the game. You know, it's ups and downs of anything that you're doing. You just got to, you know, kind of cut expense or, you know, find you situations where you still can be profitable. People still making money. Don't get it wrong, man. They still checking a bag doing this, you know. Still, still all right, you know. But that is the overall tone. But luckily, the gas prices are coming back down. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And so people that survive through this, they'll do even better uh, once everything kind of gets back to uh, the normal the normal pace of things. You say a lot of people is, are, are getting into the trucking business. Yeah. What is the what is the the average initial investment? Uh, depending on what you want to do. Uh, like, for instance, like the box truck course that we're teaching, um, basically – you can get up and running for under, um, I would say under ten thousand. With that ten thousand dollars investment, you basically go ten times that. I'm talking about gross revenue. Wow! I mean, like you're going to make you, you know, if you're driving that truck, you know, over the road, like a lot of the people that come to our course, that's what they want to do. And that's what you should do, you know. Like if you go get in, get in it, you know, uh, run five days a week unless you find something that you can still maintain and be okay. But um, it's easy to do, you know, uh, grossing five, six thousand dollars a week in a box truck. Wow. And so that's what we teach people to, to kind of to do. You, you, you're able to do that. Like you, you can do that's like no cap on that. You know what I mean? That's not exaggerating. Like you, you should be able to do four thousand a week, you know? Um, yeah, that's gross though. You know, you got to take out your, Insurance, you gotta take out your maintenance, you gotta take out your, you know, your um your payment on your truck, you know, so you can still you can still the return for your initial investment, you should be all right, you know, especially if you're getting like that mentorship. Like one thing we offer in our course, like the other people aren't offering, is we have like one of my partners who's partnering with me on this. He comes from a finance background. So, man, we got, you know, uh, financial models that you can kind of type in and put certain numbers in and kind of see where you want to be at if I take this load. So you can kind of do all that ahead of time, like, and, and kind of know where your numbers are at. Because just because you take a load paying $5,000 don't mean it's going to be profitable for you, right? You know? Oh. And so you can't just look at that top number. And so that's what we teach our our students in the course, you know, just to, to kind of look at everything. Um, and so that, that's one of the, uh, benefits and you get that mentorship to, um, the mistakes that I made, the mistakes that Ed made, because Ed is the, is the, uh, instructor 
he has like three or four box trucks that he's working with right now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm about to buy another another truck, a semi truck this time around. Wow. Yeah. So yeah everybody's that's truck, gonna require man. CDL, right? Huh? This that's gonna require the person to have a CDL. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna require yes, gonna have a CDL, man. I, I don't have one. I got I got a CDL permit, but my uh my brother, he he's gonna ride, he got a CDL right now, so we just going to uh kind of put our heads together on this one and you know but i i got a i got a, a even bigger project that i'm gonna do man um i'm opening up a school man training school wow yeah, driving training training school. School? yeah cdl training school yeah that, that's gonna be like that's gonna be like that's the legacy thing i'm building like for like generations to kind of come lord willing to um to really impact our community you know what i'm saying because so many of us want to do it already you know, and so that's 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 what's on my heart to use my resources and community connections to do something like that, man. That's gonna be it's gonna be huge. That that is. Do you have a target goal for when you would like to have it up and running? Yeah, man. Uh, with the eighteen months. Eight. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's eighteen months. Yeah. Eighteen to twenty-four. You know. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's 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 not a long time. No, it's not, man. It's not at all. You know, I, I, I still do jail years. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, eighteen months is like twelve months. You know, what I'm saying in prison. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the time go by. You know, it all looks the same. And so I still, you know, eighteen months is a year to me. Now, how long have you been home now? Three and a half years. Damn. So you've been you've been making moves like really quickly since you've been home. Yeah, man, blessed. I've been blessed to, um, yeah, some doors have definitely been opening up for me, for sure. So how do how did how were you able to make these moves so fast? Because you, I talked to you. So when I talked to you two months ago, um, you were making moves. I can see you progressing, but you've made a gigantic jump. You're talking <laughs> about two years ago, right? Yeah, from 2020 yeah. to today, yeah. you've made a gigantic jump. So yeah, how do you man. get that jump that quick? Man, I just attested, man, you know, two things, man. God for one, bro. Like, how everybody was going through their thing through the pandemic, bro. Like, for me, man, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't feel anything, you know, like, like financially. That's kind of like when I came up, um, like, during this, during this whole time. And I, and I, my work ethic, man, like, I work, bro, like, when I first came home, man, I was working, like, literally, man, I three jobs, you know what I'm saying? And I couldn't even date a woman, man. He was like, man, you be too busy. Like, I didn't really hide no, like, this is really over the past six months, I'm tell how much I was working, James. Like, in the past six months, I left my full-time job and I became part-time, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do more of me. Um, that was the first time in the last six months where I actually seen a weekend, like during the day. Damn. You know, everything is happening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, outside, you know, the events and all that stuff, or whatever. Like, I, I, I didn't experience any of that. You know, just, it was, we were shut down anyway in 2020. Yeah, but I'm talking about 2019, 2020. 
2021, bro, I was always working. Like, I, the weekends, I was always working. I was working seven days a week on one job or another. And I'm doing a podcast. Um, yeah, so I was doing probably 70 hours a week, man. Like, And so now I'm still working, but I'm learning to work more, a little bit more smarter um, and less hard. But still, nevertheless, like that grind, man, you know, just and I'm a serial connector, though, like I connect with people. Uh, so I like to network and just kind of build that out. And then I, I, I've used my story. I've le leveraged my story, too, you know, mm -hmm. to kind of help me get into doors. And it's been it's been working. Because you were working so much, did it did it actually feel good to take that step back? Oh, man, bro. Hey man, it was, but then I felt, then I felt guilty. I was like, man, I could be doing something. And I had to tell myself, like, even now, like, to relax. Like, I got a TV in my bedroom that I probably only turned on five times since I lived here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, man, sometimes I want to sit back and watch a Netflix, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or Hulu, you know what I mean? Something like that. But it's like, I'm either on the phone, putting something together, emails, like I'm doing something, you know, I be mean, I have to catch myself often. Like I have to, you know, live in the moment. I'm always going on to the next thing. And it's like, you know, God put it on my spirit. Like, man, you know, when, when you do that, it's like, you're not showing a, you're not showing gratitude, you know, like to be able to sit down and be like, okay, reflect like, okay, wow. You know, you did that, man. It's okay. You know, cause I'm so used to, okay. All right, that's done. What's next. And I never really, enjoy the moment like so now i'm learning to celebrate you know when i when something happened i get accomplishment like the good morning america piece man i took myself out you know what i'm saying like by myself just just i just kicked it by myself you know what i mean and sometimes we got to do that you you said you wasn't celebrating your wins was is that because, like, because the time you spent in prison, or it's always been that way? Like, you just had. Yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I think it's part of my personality, man. Like, I don't want to, like, what's the best way? I, it's almost okay. I'm gonna give you this analogy, right? A basketball player, you know, he make his move and he on fire. Steph Curry, like. He just, he's shooting his threes and back, back to back, back to back, back to back. And he's on to the next play because I don't want that momentum to cease. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I keep moving with the ball until the game over. But then at the same time, you're on to the next game. And so you don't really appreciate what had just happened. And so if you live your life like that, man, you can go months and months and months and then not really realize and, and, and like see like the impact that you're having because you own to the next situation. Like mm -hmm. ambition, you know, but that could be a, that's like the, the, the dark side of like being ambitious, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm learning, I'm learning to do that, you know, in moderation and uh, still learning how to celebrate with yet at the same time, still stay on the ball. Because so, because you did, cause you did nine years, right? Yep. Nine and a half years. Yep. So because of that, and, and do you feel like you're racing against time? Like, do, do you feel like you're trying to make up for the time you lost? Is, do you think that's a possibility? I believe so. I uh, I tell myself that I'm not. 
but I think my actions say otherwise. Um, I, I believe so. I think subconsciously uh, there are some things that I kind of missed out on. And so I want to kind of experience something like traveling, bro. Like I didn't travel before I went away. Now, like I hop on the plane and be gone. Like, I, like going into 2022, I said, God, I, mean, I want to travel more this year. You open up the doors for me to travel more. You know what I'm saying? And just like that, man, I'll probably, man, I, I, I'm, I'm probably traveling on average of, man, I'm probably going somewhere like every two, three weeks somewhere. You know what I mean? Either for business or, most, in most cases, like business slash, you know, pleasure or whatever. But I have been, I've been on and off on airplanes a lot this year. How important is that for you, traveling? Just seeing think, different places. Man, it is, man. I'm, I'm inquisitive. I'm a nosy guy. I, I like the people watch, man. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you, Jan. I like the people watch. I'm that dude, man. I go to the airport. I I go to the airport early because I don't want to miss my flight. You know, I'm I'm that dude. Like I can't rush and be going to the airport. I don't like that stress. You know what I mean when I'm traveling. So I travel. I try to travel light. You know what I mean. But I try to get to the airport. You know, two two and a half hours early. And I'm gonna sit, have me a beer. You know what I'm saying. And I'm gonna sit back and people watch. You know what I'm saying because I always been that way. And it's like, wow, you know, you got all these people that's passing each other that you'll never see again in life. They going all around the world. You know what I'm saying? Different mm -hmm. personalities. And so I enjoy kind of just, just sitting back, kind of soaking that all in and then going to places I've never been before. And um, because I was gone for so long and I met so many people around the country that I met guys from D.C., one of my cellies was from D.C., so I learned about D.C. I learned about Southeast. I learned about that whole, you know what I mean, go-go and all that kind of stuff. I, I had partners that was from, you know, far Omaha and Cali and Texas. And so I, I didn't travel before then, and so they were my frame of reference. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, such and such told me about, you know, St. Louis, or he told me about Cali. Oh, this is what he was talking about, you know? And mm -hmm. so... For all those years, I, I, I hear these stories and I met these personalities from these different places. And so it's, it's not too many places I can go and I can't pick up the phone like, hey, yo, what's up? You know what I mean? Because I met them during my incarceration because I was in a federal system where, you know, you meet people from all over the country. And so, um, yeah, so I always just kind of picked up that, that desire to travel and, and see places I haven't seen before. And um, so I'm, I'm getting a chance to do that, man. Lord willing, uh, I get a chance to do more of it and get paid to do it. Where would you say you've enjoyed visiting the most so far? Um, man, you know what? I, I went to New Orleans for the first time two weeks ago. Uh -huh. And it was it was pretty dope. I like, I mean, I, I didn't see all of New Orleans. I just went to tourist spot. But even that, I, I like how you know, so many of us that looked like us, but it wasn't no BS involved. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know how it is any other time, but I didn't experience any, you know, I didn't see any, you know, nobody getting locked up. You know, I didn't see like no fights, no shootings, anything like that. And it was like 70% us. You know what I'm saying? So the vibe was cool. And so I was like, okay, I got to check out New Orleans again. Um, and it was so, it was so rich, like with culture too. And I could just feel that in the bourbon area, like, but I can imagine like it's kind of going out within like 
the, the real New Orleans, you would kind of get get that whole feel. And so New Orleans was was pretty cool. Um, man, I've been going to Minneapolis often, man. Um, and, and I said I'd never go back there. I spent nine and a half years there. <laughs> I said I'd never come back to this cold place. But uh, one one of my good friends, my partner, man, he uh, he's out there, and uh, so I usually go out there like probably every four to six weeks and kick it. And we have we always have a good time there, and I always see somebody I was locked up with. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that, that that's been pretty cool. I'm gonna get you out of here on this. Um, I know you, and I know that when you were incarcerated, you spent a lot of time thinking, strategizing, and planning for what you've accomplished. Yeah. So now that you now that it's coming to a reality, how do you feel about it? Um, man, so it it feels surreal because I'm hard on myself. Again, I'm learning to celebrate the moments of success, but also I always feel like I can do more. I can do better. You know what I mean? I can do this. I can do that. And I'm trying to like shape that, but I think it's part of like my personality. So I have to really work on that. And I'm impatient too. And so that's probably the reason why like I've accelerated. Um, how I have because like I'm always moving to the next thing I'm moving I'm moving I'm moving you know what I mean like I was like this in prison like I, I thought I had ADHD you know what I'm saying like I was always on the go and so like even now I'm always on the go I'm always making a move trying to do something put something together um I'm learning like my strengths I'm learning my weaknesses and I'm learning to like delegate and God has given me a gift of recognizing talent in other people and then also a gift of collaboration, um, like synergizing with different, you know, people and and organizations and, and being able to kind of see the needs and wants of uh, other people and seeing a gap and within that gap, seeing an opportunity uh, where it's a win-win-win for everybody. So just being creative, uh, he's been kind of, sharpening my, my 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 tool as it relates to that and hopefully that brings on more opportunities and you know still be able to kind of put people on put people in position you know man listen i i want to thank you for taking the time to do this because you know you i know how busy you are like you got the businesses you're working and just talking to you from 2020 talking to you in 2020 and now talking to you now in 2022, man, I just want to congratulate you because I see the progress you've made. Like, I'm, you know, we don't get to talk as much because you're so busy, yeah. but I'm seeing the moves, man, the progression, the good morning America. And I just want to say, man, congratulations. And I'm really proud to see everything you're doing, brother. Yeah, no, I appreciate you, man. Like I always say you're uh, you're one of like the, the very beginning uh, supporters, man. Uh, you and uh, Miss Fico sister, we've been doing some work together as well for the last couple of years. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I always kind of like remember the people that kind of, you know, support from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's always I appreciate you for that, bro. 
Most definitely. Definitely. Well, again, man, congratulations with the trucking business, the, the courses, and everything else, because I know you got a lot of great things ahead. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm definitely pushing, man, pushing that course. So, you know, if they, anybody listening want to kind of get the uh, get the game and the jewels on the uh, box truck course, don't need a commercial driver's license, uh, you can go to stretch.finance and check it out. Um, yeah, hit me up if, if need be, uh, escapingoz.com. Oh, also give me your um your your social media stuff. Okay, um, social media, Instagram. I got my personal page. I am underscore Aaron Smith, and Escaping Odds Media. Yep, either one of those, both of those, be great. Yep, and EscapingOdds.com and Stretch.Finance for the uh for the box of course. All right. Again, man, congratulations, and I'm wishing you all yeah. the best moving forward. Appreciate it. Oh, I got a book coming out, probably first quarter. Yeah? What's it going to be titled? Man, it's a, uh, it's, it's a compilation of some of my best stories from the podcast, uh, but a little bit more in depth. And I partnered with a company in uh, uh, Kansas called Determination Inc. They kind of do entrepreneurship for formerly incarcerated as well. And so we partnered up together. I got my story in there. It's one of the chapters. And I got like, it'd probably be like eight stories total. Okay. And pretty much, it's, it's we wanted to be able to, you know, not only is it be inspiring, but it's educational business content. And really a person can use it as a, as a, as a case study, you know? And so that'll be, that'll be dropping. We're thinking like the first quarter. Okay. So, well, well look, once they drop, we you make sure you get back and get back with me and we'll 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 talk more about it. Okay, cool. All right. No, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on too. Oh man, it's always an honor. Okay, cool. Talk to you soon, bro. All right. I want to All take right. the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore Lent. My Facebook is also conversations with Lent. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.